Hello and welcome to Weirdos in the Wild with our co-host, A.J. Oxley, paranormal investigator with Beyond This Life Paranormal and multi-generational paranormal enthusiast, and Lynn Tencher, Beyond This Life Paranormal investigator, Reiki master, published author, and near-death experiencer. Travel with them, a couple of everyday weirdos, on a wild ride to all things paranormal and metaphysical. Coming up on Weirdos in the Wild, AJ and Lynn sit down and have a casual conversation about how each of them became interested in the paranormal and how they joined the Beyond This Life Paranormal Investigation Team. They share some of their experiences while investigating out in the wild and what they envision the Weirdos in the Wild podcast to be. Join them on their wild ride to all things paranormal and metaphysical. Hydra Publications is your one-stop shop for genre fiction. This month, we have several new releases, including Revelations, Book One in the Poppet Cycle by Donna J. Dummy Monroe, and the pre-order for Adrift, the latest Folly Beach mystery by best-selling mystery writer Bill Knoll. Visit hydropublications.com for more information on these books and those written by Richard Knack, Jim Miller, Rachel Rawlings, Tom Wallace, Arlen Andrews Sr., Lynn Tincher, and others. Do you struggle with depression, ongoing medical issues, or have you experienced past trauma? If you have, please consider the help of energetic healing. At Dragonfly Pond Holistic Services, we utilize Karuna Reiki, crystals to align and heal chakra function, meditation, and sound healing to address these issues and help in your healing process. To learn more about energetic healing and how to contact us, visit our website at dragonflypondenergy.com. For those who call in February to schedule an appointment, mention this ad and receive $25 off your initial visit. Did you hear that? We'll play it again for you. Hi, my name's AJ. And I'm Lynn. And welcome to Weirdos in the Wild. We are two weirdos that have decided to go down the road on this podcast. And we're going to take you with us. We plan to do some paranormal investigations. Um, We're going to interview some people. We have an upcoming interview dropping the same day as this episode about the Scottsville Monster with Chris McGill. We're going to have other special guests talking about witchcraft, Bigfoot, some psychic mediums, rock and roll ghost hunter Keith A. will be on the program. Rick Hayes, who's another psychic medium. We're going to have different psychic healers, Reiki healers, and tell personal stories from everyday folks like ourselves. Got something else for you to listen to. Listen to this. Do you hear a dog bark? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Would you like for us to play it again? Do you hear a dog bark? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, that was a dog. This came from one of our investigations, and uh, instead of catching a disembodied voice, we caught a disembodied bark. And that's my daughter, Becca, who heard it. She has her own physics degree, so she's our physics expert on our paranormal team that we'll tell you about here in a second. And we're going to bring you along on these investigations. already have some planned. We're not going to kind of tell you what they are or where they are yet. Some of them you will know. One of them... Everyone will know. 
but we look forward to it. We look forward to doing some live streams while we're doing these investigations as well. Lynn mentioned what we are and who we are. Well, we are paranormal investigators, but we are into all things weird. We're part of a group called Beyond This Life. I guess we are what you call ghost hunters, paranormal investigators. We're going to kind of talk about what got us into that and how we ended up in wanting to do this and why, how it happened. And we're going to take you on that journey with us. And we hope that you are part of that journey with us. As Lynn said, we want to hear your stories as well. We want to bring you along when we go. We want to learn as we go as well. By no means are we experts. We are learning every time we go and we investigate. Absolutely. We have been lucky enough that we have some very good people that we are friends with that have been able to take us along on this journey as well. And we hope that we can learn from you. The paranormal investigation team that we're a part of is called Beyond This Life. It was started in 2007 by my brother, John Tincher. Um, when he started it, he was ghost hunting a lot with Keith Age, the rock and roll ghost hunter that uh, started the paranormal investigations at Waverly Hills. Um, throughout the years, I investigated with John on and off, uh, which really helped further my interest. Uh, when you actually go on investigations and you actually get to see things, it's amazing how addictive this can become and you want to you know, go out and search for the truth. So eventually I brought AJ along with me. So Lynn and I worked together and we just hit it off. We hit it off as co-workers as we just, first of all, it was just working well together. And then it was like, hey, I'm kind of into this kind of <laughs> strange things and I've seen this and what do you think about ghosts? Do you believe in ghosts? And, <laughs> and it went from there. It's like once the floodgate was open, it was all over. <laughs> and Lynn invited me to go on an investigation with her brother's group, as we said. And again, that was the starting gate. And that's where we began this, this group and joined this group and started down this road of doing things all that are strange and nor um, paranormal. But we're just not into ghosts either. We want to know all things that are weird and paranormal. I like to tell Lynn I like to dabble in Bigfoot and Sasquatch. It's one of my other things that I'm kind of into. Lynn is a Reiki master. Mm -hmm. And she's going to talk to us about that as well. We're going to talk about other things. There's going to be things that we talk about that I hope's not real. Like Dogman. Yeah. That scares the <laughs> crap out of me. <laughs> um, but we're also going to talk about some of the legends. And um, y'all are going to find out... Like just said, me saying y'all, you probably figured out we're from the South. <laughs> and we're going to talk about some of those creatures that are around the South as well. Kind of what got us into this together was just the, the, the idea that, or at least for me it was, is that we both had experiences. And I think that mm -hmm. we got to the point where we were, just, we were just, my question was, why or what is this? Why, why did I have this experience in what the heck was that? For me, it was the same thing, basically. Why? What is this? Why me? Um, it started with me when I was, I think, about 12. I have a very rare heart condition called Brugada Syndrome, and what it does is just kills you in your sleep. When I was 12, I was asleep, and I passed away in my sleep. 
I had the whole near-death experience, out-of-body experience, going up, seeing things in vivid color. I have a recollection of knowing all the answers to pretty much everything that, you know, whenever I said, no, I'm not done with her yet. I want to live her life, get married, have kids, whatever. And I went back into my body. All that knowledge is gone. But from that point over is when I started, or that point on is when I started having experiences like laying in my bed and I could feel somebody sit down next to me in the bed. The bed would push down. I was seeing people in the mirrors behind me in the house that we lived in. I was seeing shadow people. It's just like all the floodgates opened for me for all this stuff that you're always told when you're young that they don't exist. Um, and they, and I'm finding out as you know I get older and, and and putting myself in these situations to learn these things, I'm finding out they really do. That's part of what got me in here. It's what got me talking to AJ and AJ having the same experiences and Never mind the fact that AJ was just like my brother John, and I wanted to get them together, but that got us down the path of, of doing paranormal investigations together. Yeah, and I had my first experience. I was probably six to eight years old, I would guess. Uh, I would stay in this one particular bedroom that was in my grandparents' house, and um, I would see a full-body apparition, and I saw it more than once. Um, I don't know if I was the only person that ever saw it at that house or not because I never told anybody because I thought either I was crazy or they would look <laughs> at me and say I was crazy, one or the other. Um, that was kept to me. I kept that for a very, very long time until my mom told the story of a full-body aberration she would see when she was a girl. It was not in that same house. It was in the same city, but not in that same house. What she saw was exactly what I saw. Now, knowing now what I saw, um, you know, it was not intelligent. I guess it's what you would call a... Residual? Residual haunting, correct. Mm -hmm. A residual haunting. Because every time I saw it, it did the exact same thing. Um... And it was an old man, and I saw that old man in that room several times. And he was at the top of the ceiling and would float from one corner to the other and be gone. Wow. But I saw him several times in that room. That, that terrify you as a six or an eight-year-old? Oh, I was scared to death. But at the same time, I, was, I hated to sleep in that room. I, you know, and I just thought it was great when I didn't have to sleep in that room. And of course, but I never told anybody why I would not sleep in that room. And when I would sleep in that room, I would normally sleep with my mom or my dad in the same bed uh -huh. um, because I was scared. I didn't know what that was. And, you know, being that age, you know, it was, you know, it was just a scary ghost at that point. Later on in life, I had an experience where I, um, I live alone at this point in time. And... I think everybody knows what it feels like when you turn around and you run in, like literally physically run into somebody and you know they're not there. I did that in my house. <laughs> when it was me and the dog and that was it. And I knew no one else was in the house because the dog had ran right through where I ran into whatever it was. So I've had a couple of experiences like that that just, again, made me ask what and why. So... 
that kind of led me down the road of asking these questions and kind of being into it on my own. Well, then, then along comes Lynn. And, Troublemaker that I am. And, yep. <laughs> and as we became friends, like we said, and we started talking about all this weird stuff we were into, she said, hey, you want to go ghost hunting with my brother's group? And I said, yes. <laughs> and we've never looked back since. Yeah, the very first ghost hunt we were going on was for Waverly Hills. So I was, you know, dunking him in both feet, you know, the very first go. Um, But unfortunately, the day that we were going, his son had some health issues that had to be addressed. So AJ didn't get to go. But we, we, the rest of us did go and we had some pretty incredible experiences. Um, So I think that made AJ a little jealous, maybe. (laughs) At least a little disheartened. But he hung in there with us and we finally got to take him. um, Where'd we go first? Ross Opera House. Mm -hmm. And at Ross Opera House, we had some life-changing experiences, even for me, um, with having seen ghost ghost shadow people before. I've seen apparitions before. But there was one time that at Ross Opera House that we went behind. Ross Opera House um, is a functioning movie theater still today. Uh, it's been open forever. It's in Cynthiana, Kentucky. Um, we had just pretty much walked in the door. We hadn't gone lights out. We Someone had mentioned that the hot spot was back behind the stage. So we went, on, get, went behind the stage, um, was looking behind the screen, and we can see a shadow. And the shadow was just it was moving and would like poke its head out occasionally and look at us well it kept getting a little bit closer and then finally it poked its head out and looked at us for several seconds and I remember staring at it and thinking oh my god this is real this is real I wasn't imagining seeing these things before this is really real that just kept going through my head and all I could say was oh my god that was the only words that came out of my (laughs) mouth and I remember AJ going I know. <laughs> so it was me and AJ and my daughter, the three of us standing there looking at this thing. All at the same time, verifying it was sitting there just staring right back at us. Yeah. And I remember seeing, I don't know if you noticed, like on the outside edge of it, that it had like a little, it's like it was fading out to nothing. It had almost like a halo or an aura. And I'm like, what? what is this thing? So now I'm on this major search on what this thing is. And I remember its head was... I mean, it looked very much human, but its head was really round, which surprised me Um, because I'd always seen them like out of the corner of my eye or, you know, see them cross a room. They were always moving really quickly. Um, So it was always hard to determine exactly what I was looking at. But with this and us staring each other down for a few seconds was pretty impressive. And that image is burned in my head. And I think at that point, that's when I'm like, I'm joining this team. I'm not just going to be the occasional ghost hunter. Um, I want to be on the team. It was just like if somebody was sticking their head around the corner looking to see if something was there. Mm -hmm. It was exactly what it was. Yeah. And all three of us experienced it at the same time. And it wasn't scary. It was almost like it was just curious. Very much so. It was just like looking at us just like the way we were looking at it. Yeah. And that's almost like it made you, like you said, it was like it was curious. It almost made you feel that way, like, we're going, what is that? And it's probably looking at us going, what are those three? (laughs) (laughs) They didn't run away. What's wrong with them? (laughs) But that was only the first experience of that night. Um, 
That mm-hmm. night had us hooked from then on. Yeah. We had so much happen that night. It's, I mean, it's it's definitely up there as the top one or two that we've ever had mm-hmm. with the amount of um, activity that we had. So I guess that, that was a good thing and a bad thing. You know, it ranks up there high, but boy, it hooked us at the fifth right <laughs> off the bat. Um, yeah. You we've know, had a couple of letdowns since then. <laughs> we have. We've had those nights where there's not very much happen as well. And that's yeah. part of it. And we and we understand that. Um, but uh, that was definitely the one that hooked me as well. Right. And there was, I think it wasn't long after that, when we did go lights out, we were standing at the stage and we would look up in the balcony and watch shadows move around in the balcony. Um, I remember seeing one I thought looked like it might have been a residual because it kept standing up from like in the front row and then going up the side just over and over and over again. Um, there was another point in time where we were up in the balcony, um, kind of spread out through, through the balcony and I turned around and there was just shadow right behind me. And I'm like, <gasps> and, uh, Haley, who's on beyond this life as well was like, what'd you see? And I was like, there was a shadow right behind me leaning over me and I'm going to move over here. So I get up and I walk across the balcony and I go sit like over on the side that AJ's sitting on. But that's just the first or the second really close encounter we had that night. I'll let AJ tell you about the next one. And Lynn talks about that that the figure sticking its head out and looking at us is what's burned in her memory that night. Well, what's burned in my memory is, is this. The rest of our team was behind the screen. Um, the screen was down in this theater. And there was room behind the screen. So they were back there and they were... Um, and they caught something amazing while they were back there at the same mm-hmm. time. Um, and it is on video. <laughs> mm-hmm. So um, it is verified as well. Um, but Lynn and I were in the main part of the, the theater. And we were like, we're going to sit out here and just kind of see what happens while the rest of the group is behind the stage. Or behind the screen. And uh, we're sitting two or three rows back in the theater two or three seats apart and I'm kind of watching towards the left. If I'm looking straight on at the screen, I'm, I'm looking at the left side of the, the screen and there's an exit way there on each, either side of the, of the theater. I'm kind of watching over there cause I thought I kind of might, might've saw some, some motion over there and I'm kind of gotten myself intent on that one spot. Um, I turn around I look back to my right where Lynn is, and beside her and behind her is a black figure that is leaned over her, which was her right-hand side, leaned over her shoulder, looking right down over her shoulder, just like if somebody was looking over your shoulder reading something. Uh, that is burned in my memory. I It, it startled me. I jumped. Lynn will tell you. Yeah. I jumped and I said something I probably shouldn't have. <laughs> um, but it startled me. And when I jumped and and yelled, <laughs> um, it was gone. Like that. It was gone in an instant. And the thing about it was, I'm going to let Lynn tell you her half of the story. Because <laughs> when I'm sitting there and I turn, I happen to look towards AJ about the time that he was looking at me and he jumped and, and screamed what he screamed, which we can say on here because oh, it's that's digital. Right. That's a, <laughs> if you wanted well, I to. I said shit. <laughs> <laughs> but I started laughing 
and he's trying to figure out why I'm laughing at the fact that he's scared, you know, out of his pants there. And I said, I know, because I was sitting there in the seat, and I could see to my right this little bit of a shadow coming around, and I could see kind of cast on the seats in front of me. So I knew it was there. I had no idea it was a full-figure shadow person looking down over my shoulder because I couldn't see that part, but I could see part of it coming around me. So it didn't surprise me when AJ saw it, but it was still, it was a funny yet, you know, kind of a shocking, thrilling minute there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, uh, and I think behind this, behind, when they were behind the stage, they were doing the Estes method at the time. Um, but my brother did get a uh, video, which I'm going to try to dig up and put on our website eventually um, so that you guys can see, hopefully by the time this airs, of the shadow moving across, you could see it going across a white shopping bag. And it's pretty impressive. It's a little difficult. The, the image is a little grainy because of the camera that he was using. I think it was a thermal camera. And you can also see on the thermal portion of it, you can see it materialize as well. Mm -hmm. For like a split second, you could see the body, mm -hmm. see a, a full body on it. So it's an impressive video. So we'll share that with you. So that was that was our first day, and I think the next day when I was talking to AJ, I said, I think I'm going to join the team. And he's like, me too. <laughs> so we've been It did been take a lot of it. Of it. Yeah. I don't think it took a lot to twist John's arm to let us join either. So. No, because he was really getting the, the team back on off the ground, and he was excited to have us. So, um, you know, right now the team is... Joe, my brother John, was before, in case you didn't know, he passed away um, early December while we were on an investigation at the Hannah House in, in Indiana. And uh, we have Haley Mings, who was my brother's best friend that he worked with, and then Missy Steyer, who was uh, uh, John's girlfriend at the time, um, and then me and AJ, and my daughter Becca, who has always had an interest in the paranormal as well. And she's, she's the one with the physics degree. So it's kind of an interesting mix we have with her. So we have, we have some science behind this that we can, can drag into some interviews as well. Um, and that's our team right now. So I guess what the next place we went was, where'd we go? 101 Pair Cafe. Those are the two... EVPs that you heard at the beginning of the uh, of the podcast. Those, that is where those came from. Um, we had several experiences there. Um, we had those in Indiana. Yeah, Winchester, Indiana. Right? Mm -hmm. Is that right? I think so. Um, and we had several experiences there. We those were two disembodied voices that we call um, our. I guess a disembodied bark, <laughs> not a voice. Um, the EVP that we caught, and we also, uh, I, or I also experienced along with another investigator from another group that we investigate with, uh, we heard a disembodied voice that night as well. So we had a lot of, of things that happened that night. We um, had a lot of activity, uh, you know, we were doing a lot of different methods that night, and uh, yeah, the, during we were doing it, the Estes method mm -hmm. upstairs. Um, 
we had a REM pod set up, and Haley asked, said something about the Estes method, and the REM pod went off. And she said, do you want me to get the, you know, get the equipment for the Estes method? And it went off again. So she immediately jumps up and runs down and gets that. And they, they get some really good responses. What the Estes method is, is where they scan radio st- stations and all this. And the theory behind it is that the spirit world can manipulate that and find words that it wants you to hear so that it can communicate with you and it'll play those words. Um, Haley and John would put on headphones so that they couldn't hear us at all, but they could only hear the radio signals, and they would both say the words that they were hearing. And most of the time, they would say the same word. A lot of the time, they would say the same word. But during this session, um, I'm sitting at the table with them, and I feel something on my leg. And I felt like somebody sat on my lap. And then I could feel like a rub on my leg, like it was going all the way up my thigh. And it kept doing that. And I was so distracted that I wasn't listening to what they were saying on the Estes method. And I kept, I started pulling like at my jeans. And I will tell you, it was like 10 degrees in there. It was freezing. In the middle of winter, it was very cold. Yeah. So I was pulling on my jeans thinking maybe my jeans was bunching up or something. But I just kept feeling it. And um, when they were done, I got up and I, had, I walked into another room because I couldn't take it anymore. I remember, I remember thinking in my head, you have got to stop. Just stop. And it stopped. But I got up and paced around the other room for a little bit and had to collect myself for a minute. And we went back downstairs and met up with the other investigators that were there with us. POV, POV Paranormal, which you'll probably hear us talk a lot about because we do investigate with them occasionally. Um and I was talking to Tracy, one of the members of POV, and she said that she had the exact same experience somewhere else in the building. There used to be a brothel there, um, but she had something rubbing her thigh, at, you know, the, the exact same way. She described it the, exactly what I was experiencing. So that was a different experience for me to have where I was actually touched and could feel something like that that you know, it was an ongoing thing, not just a tap or a poke or, or anything. So, yeah, we had a lot of stuff happen that while we were there. Um, a lot of interaction using that method. Um, mm-hmm. We were doing that method in the basement. It was just four of us guys that were down there, and there's that building has been everything from a cafe to a jail and everything, a brothel, a market, you name it. Uh, it was a speakeasy at one time. Um, had a sewing shop. It has been anything and everything you can think of. Um, we were in the section where there was the jail, and there was just four of us guys down there. The guys decided we were going to go do this, and we had the the voice or the box going, and we didn't. We weren't doing the the port. We weren't. We just didn't have the the headphones or the the um, covers over our eyes. We just kind of had it running, and. Um, we got a voice came across and said, you're funny. <laughs> and one of the guys goes, it just said you're funny. <laughs> Two seconds later, it goes, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was calling him a, what was it, a muffin? <laughs> I don't know, but it was, it was, that was an interesting experience as well. It was definitely the ghost was playing with us at that point in time. Yeah. And it's a shame because that place burnt down. Yeah. Not too long after we were there. Yep. More of AJ and Lynn's conversation coming up after a word from our sponsors. 
Hydra Publications is your one-stop shop for genre fiction. This month, we have several new releases, including Revelations, Book One in the Poppet Cycle by Donna J. Dummy Monroe, and the pre-order for Adrift, the latest Folly Beach mystery by best-selling mystery writer Bill Knoll. Visit hydropublications.com for more information on these books and those written by Richard Knack, Jim Miller, Rachel Rawlings, Tom Wallace, Arlen Andrews Sr., Lynn Tincher, and others. Do you struggle with depression, ongoing medical issues, or have you experienced past trauma? If you have, please consider the help of Energetic Healing. At Dragonfly Pond Holistic Services, we utilize Karuna Reiki, crystals to align and heal chakra function, meditation, and sound healing to address these issues and help in your healing process. To learn more about energetic healing and how to contact us, visit our website at dragonflypondenergy.com. For those who call in February to schedule an appointment, mention this ad and receive $25 off your initial visit. Welcome back to Weirdos in the Wild. Before we return to our program, AJ and I would like to take a moment to remember my brother John Tincher, co-founder of Beyond This Life Paranormal, and Alan Oxley, AJ's father. Both passed away just before we recorded our first episode. Each and every episode going forward from this one on will be in remembrance of them. Thank you. To go back to our EVPs that we opened with, the very first one is not too long after we got there, and AJ walked into the kitchen. I was about two or three feet behind him. Becca was right behind me. And I think Missy might have been behind her. There was somebody else with us. I think it was Missy. And AJ felt like he walked into something. And I walked behind him and I felt something made me stop short. I didn't take that last step. It was like you. I walked into something heavy. Uh-huh. Like a heavy feeling. And if you... If you know, you know exactly what I mean. Right. It's just, it, it's just, I don't know. It's like listening to the air conditioner and you don't realize how loud it is until it turns off. It's that kind of a feeling or that kind of an experience. But right before AJ starts talking, right before he starts talking about what he walked into, you can hear on the, the EVP and we'll play it again for you just to make sure something's just... Flat out said, say something in a whisper. We didn't hear it. Had no idea it said it until we came back and listened to the recording. But it's it's my favorite EVP that I have because it's so daggone clear. But it's just, you know, straight up, say the best something. One. So far. The so best far. one so far. Yeah. And then a little later, we were down in the basement in the speakeasy part. It was Becca, myself, and AJ. And uh, all of a sudden, you just hear a dog bark. And there should not be a dog barking down in the basement, period. But you can hear Becca say, did you just hear a dog bark? And we're both like, yes. So that one we did hear in person, as well as we've got it on the recording. Mm -hmm. But we had um, women's voices and all that stuff upstairs. Um, I'm trying to think of... I saw a full-body apparition right after I walked in. Mm -hmm. Um. It's funny I got, how things that work. That was where I got touched as well. Yeah, that's right. I got I got poked. Um, something poked me right in the cheek. Yeah, we were walking up the steps from the near the jail. I think. Yeah, we were coming up from that from the basement. Yeah, where we where we had been, where the jail was, where the speakeasy was. 
Um, yeah, and I something I let all all of you ladies go first, mm-hmm. and I was coming up last at the step, and I was, and Lynn was right in front of me, and I just go, something just poked me. <laughs> <laughs> She turned around. And she turned around. And I was rubbing my face, and was, yeah, but that, I did. I got touched that night too. Yeah, and I think that was one of the things you said you wanted to get touched again. Since uh, that's, you know, I've seen. I I guess I've got the, you know, I've seen the full body aberration. I've been touched a couple times. I yeah. I, what else do I got to do? I guess. I mean, I don't know. We'll see. I got well, lots to do, but yeah, I've seen the. I've got the two big things. I guess, but. And then we also went to Scott County Jail, which was another really incredible night. Never mind, it was a fun trip because we rode with my brother and Missy, and we just we just had a blast. One of the other things we really love about investigating is uh, the just hanging out with each other, and because we all get along really well and and we have a good time. But Scott County was another really impressive thing. We had this REM pod that we had set up near the stairs on the first floor. And we're all in the reception area talking, and I think we were eating some snacks to take a break. And the REM pod went off by the stairs, and it wouldn't stop. And it went off, and it went off, and it went off, and it just it wouldn't stop. So we had other REM pods that we brought over there. They went off, too. Um, so we know it wasn't just the one. Um, we brought the uh, little... EMF detectors, and I think we had a little activity with that. But we would go upstairs, and it would stop. Then we'd come back downstairs, and it would start and not stop. So it was, to me, it felt like something was watching us, because that's about where I saw another shadow person, um, like a half a floor up everywhere we went. It stayed a half a floor up watching us down. And that's about where that REM pod was, is a half a floor up. It was... Midway up the stairs, so that it was, was how I interpreted it. Almost as if it was watching us, or it w- or it kept saying, or was trying to say to us, "Well, come on back upstairs." Yeah, yeah. And we had quite we had a really good experience upstairs as well. Oh yeah, we did. That was that was a really cool one, and we'll talk about that one probably some other time. Yeah, um, we don't want to give love, away all our secrets. We'd love to go back there. Um, the host that we had that night, um, she has her own. Mm-hmm. Um, podcast as well. It's the Ghost Biker. Ghost Biker, great. Go yeah. go listen to that as well. She was great. Um, we'll probably end up back there again. Yeah, some other time. I think so because it was just a great experience, especially the other experience that we'll tell you about in a later episode. Let's see where else have we been? We've been to Octagon Hall. We had some really. We'll probably talk about those experiences later because we're getting ready to go back in a couple of weeks and hopefully do a live show if i can get the <laughs> facebook live stream to work octagon hall is going to be our kickoff to this year yeah um, the last time we were there we had activity but our activity was outside not mm-hmm. inside and um when we talk about that episode we'll talk about everything that goes on there and it's um it's an incredible place. It is an incredible place. Lots of history. You're talking about something that, that weirdos in the wild love. It's this place because it's got everything weird going on there. <laughs> it does, from portals to... To Bigfoot, to ghosts, to everything else. Oh. And Of course, we didn't experience Bigfoot, but we would love to. Maybe this time. We're yeah. hoping so. 
Um, or at least I am. I probably the rest of them probably aren't. But um, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, we are that that is where our kickoff is going to be. It will be when this drops is probably we're going to be right down there at uh, at Octagon. Yep, three days after. Yep. yep. Um, so that will be one of our upcoming episodes as well. We have a big one coming up. We're not going to tell you that one yet. We're going to tease you a little <laughs> teaser. Um, but you all will know. Yep. You know, you know. Again, like I said, you know, you know. That's right. Um, but we also, talking about things we would like, we would like your help. We would like your interaction. We want to hear your stories. Do you know a place that we can go? Right. Do you know a place where we can go ghost hunt? Do you know a place that has some cryptid activity? Right. Maybe it's Bigfoot. Maybe it's Mothman. Um, maybe I, it's something you can't explain. Maybe it's a creature that we've never heard of. That's the other thing that um, Beyond This Life will do, um, especially Missy, is if you have um, paranormal activity in your home, that you want to get rid of. She will come do a house clearing for you. Um, and we'll try to get rid of it. Sometimes it may take more than one try. But that's one of the things we do. Or if you just want us to come check it out. And see if we can you know, bring our equipment in. And validate some of what you're seeing or experiencing. Um, the other thing we want is we want your stories too. That if you want to share them with the world. Um, you know, you can give us your name or not. But we'd like... You know, we're just two everyday people that we want to be able to tell every, every other everyday weirdos in the world their stories, too. So, because um, there's a lot going on, and it seems like it's getting more and more every day. Right, and no, can, are we experts? No. no. <laughs> we are not experts. Um, but we learn every time we go out and we do an investigation. Yep. We learn every time we hear a story. Or we learn from the, these mm -hmm. people that we have been so lucky to be involved with. Yeah. Um, you know, we have, you know, I, I've asked some questions of some of these people that are amazing ghost hunters, psychics. And, you know, I'm sure they probably look at me and go, why are you asking me those dumb questions? <laughs> no, they don't. But never, <laughs> one of those people have ever said that to me. Yeah. But we have learned, and we will continue to learn, and we hope that we can learn new things from you as well as our as being our listeners. Right, and be able to share these experiences and learn things together and, you know, maybe make you not feel like you're so alone in the world, like we did Yeah, and you know, starting out. <laughs> and if that's something that we can help with, we would love to. And maybe you just want to tell us your story and get it off your chest. I kept a story for a long time, mm -hmm. and um, but it's so funny now that when you're around people, that, like the group that we're around, you can just say things, and nobody thinks anything about it. They no. don't judge you. They don't look at you like you got two heads. No. And the, one of the things that I said after my brother passed away, and his funeral was huge, we had so many people from the paranormal community come, and it's like, these are some of the best people I have ever met. Um, and they are, you know, they, they're open-minded, they're caring, they, they're just like us. So, um, 
it's a great world. I'm, we're looking forward to sharing that with you. It's part of the reason why I think AJ came up with the idea of us doing a podcast is to be able to to share these stories with you and make you, you know. So let me tell you that part. I guess we should tell you that story. Yeah, probably. How we came up with this idea. We were on our way to an investigation in Tennessee. And there was um, four of us in Lynn's brother John's truck. And we had started putting together kind of a bucket list of places we wanted to go. Things Mm -hmm. we wanted to do as our group. As um, Beyond This Life. Um, Some places. And John's brother, or John, Lynn's brother being the expert, because he was an expert. Yes, he was. He was an expert. Um, You know, he'd be like, well, maybe we shouldn't go here because, yeah, I've been there. It's really not what it's all made out to be. Mm -hmm. Um, But he was also saying, you know what, we should do this or we should go here. You know, let's do a battlefield. We've never done a battlefield before. Um, You know, we've done jails, but let's try, what about, you know, hotel, an old hotel. We've not been to an old hotel. You know, things that we hadn't done yet. And Lynn and I were in the backseat of his truck, and I just looked at her and I go, you know what, we need to do a podcast. And my original thought was, not just... Not just for it to be Lynn and I doing the podcast, but maybe as our group doing a podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, but the more we started talking about it, it just kind of became Lynn and I, and then it was really going to be Lynn and I and John. Mm-hmm. And then unfortunately we lost John. So we decided that as part of what we were going to do to remember John was to do this because John would have been behind us pushing us 100% along the way to do this. Mm-hmm. And so that's why we got here. I thought, you know, throwing something out like that, I, you know, first of all, I thought she would probably be like, you know, you're crazy. <laughs> and she looked at me, she goes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do this. Now, it just seemed to be the next logical step for us in our group. Um, you know, like we say, we're just normal, everyday weirdos. And, you know, it's just, we love the weirdo community that we're a part of. We do. I mean, and we're going to continue to do it. And hopefully you guys will enjoy this podcast, which will allow us to continue to do it um, and tell you about it. Because mm-hmm. um, we're going to continue to do it. And yeah. hopefully we can take you on that, that trip with us. And we do travel. And we do travel, and we've, going to, we've got some things on our list, and um, when we get together with our group here in a couple of weeks, I'm sure we're going to kind of put together another a plan and list of places we want to go. Yeah, because, you know, it, with, I know we keep talking about losing John, but with losing John, I almost gave up, except for some, John's final words that I heard was, keep ghost hunting. Because I know he was referring to the night that he passed because he went away in an ambulance. He wanted to, he didn't want us to stop ghost hunting while we were there, no matter what he was going through. Um, and I really took that personal as in keep ghost hunting. So we want to keep ghost hunting and we want to keep 
talking about and doing all this other stuff too because it's all it's all the paranormal metaphysical stuff so um to honor john and to honor aj's father who also passed away right before we got to record our episodes um you know we're doing all this stuff in their names and you know this is our way of carrying on their legacies yep yep and you know we want this to be interactive with the people that are listening to this as well so if you have a good idea or something you want to hear about or something that you would like us to do or talk about Mm -hmm. or somewhere to go let us know um you know we continue just kind of for lack of a better term stumble on these places where (laughs) we find out that are haunted yeah and um you know, we would love to add you to a network of people that we know that could help us along the way. And it's quite obvious we are not a scripted show. <laughs> we are going to we tell you not. the truth and we're going to, you know. We what are not professionals. Well, no. Lynn is. Lynn's a oh. professional writer. I'm just a weirdo. So. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it is just the experience that we share, we want to share with you and and hopefully... Continue, be able to continue to do that for, for some time. Yes. Because we know there's a lot of stuff out there. Yes. But, you know, with us, that we're the legit people. So, okay. so stay tuned. Yeah. Hopefully you go on this journey with us. And we are going to keep you updated on what's going on. Watch our Facebook our Instagram. We're going to be hopefully posting some videos of our investigations on YouTube as those go. Our podcast will be on YouTube. Our podcast will be on YouTube. Um, Instagram. Did I say Instagram? Yep. Twitter. TikTok. We have a TikTok account too. Yep. So We don't have anything on it yet, but but we're there. um, So look for us. Weirdosinthewild.com as well. Weirdosinthewild.com. And uh, we look forward to having you with us and um, look forward to what we can bring you all in the future. And thank you for helping us keep it weird, (laughs) y'all. Hydra Publications is your one-stop shop for genre fiction. This month, we have several new releases, including Revelations, Book One in the Poppet Cycle by Donna J. Dummy Monroe, and the pre-order for Adrift, the latest Folly Beach mystery by best-selling mystery writer Bill Knoll. Visit hydropublications.com for more information on these books and those written by Richard Knack, Jim Miller, Rachel Rawlings, Tom Wallace, Arlen Andrews Sr., Lynn Tincher, and others. Do you struggle with depression, ongoing medical issues, or have you experienced past trauma? If you have please consider the help of energetic healing. At Dragonfly Pond Holistic Services, we utilize Karuna Reiki, crystals to align and heal chakra function, meditation and sound healing to address these issues and help in your healing process. To learn more about energetic healing and how to contact us, visit our website at dragonflypondenergy.com. For those who call in February to schedule an appointment, mention this ad and receive $25 off your initial visit. Thank you for joining us at Weirdos in the Wild. 
Please show us some love and support on our Patreon account at Weirdos in the Wild. Like us on all of our social media. And if you've had an experience you'd like to share with us, visit our site at weirdosinthewild.com. Until next time, keep it weird, y'all.